Hello, you're listening to Search for Truth. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, John Martin, and as usual, in a moment, I'll introduce Brian Johnston, our Bible teacher. He continues this week with another look at the historic events which have brought about the re-establishment of five tenets of the Christian faith. We've looked at the sole authority of the Scriptures, the unique place of faith in Christ, and this time we look at the third one in our series called Five Sacred Solos. And I'll hand you now to Brian, uh, who will tell us more. Thanks, John. As you've been saying, our title refers to five great truths or teachings which were rediscovered at the time known as the Reformation period in Europe, around about the 16th century. And we come today to the third truth that was rediscovered at that time. So far, we've come across sola scriptura and sola fide, in other words, only the Bible and faith alone. It was at this time that people again began to see that the Bible, and not any church tradition, is the only authority for the Christian faith. And also that faith alone, and not any works of our own, is what brings us into a right relationship with God. Now, to sola scriptura and sola fide, we must add solus Christus, or Christ alone. In the light of what we've just been saying, I should allow scripture alone to prove the point. So here's what we find in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. No other name than the name of Jesus Christ, as the context would plainly show. Salvation from the penalty which our sins demand is not found in churches or in creeds, but in Christ alone. Hymn writers ever since have warmed to this great theme of the Bible with words like, None but Christ can satisfy, none other name for me. There's love and life and lasting joy, Lord Jesus, found in thee. Perhaps at this point, I can complete the chain of events which we began to trace last week. It started with Augustine and his conversion through reading scripture in 386 AD. Then 1,200 years later, Martin Luther, while he was serving as a monk of the order of Augustine, rediscovered the great Bible teaching of justification by faith. But there's a further link in this historic chain of testimony. Because on the evening of the 24th of May, in the year 1738, a man by the name of John Wesley went, and went very unwillingly, he admitted, to a Moravian meeting in Aldersgate Street, London. At this meeting, he was to hear someone reading a foreword to the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans. But guess whose foreword it was? It was Martin Luther's. For the rest, we should now let John Wesley take up the story in his own words. He says, At about quarter to nine, while hearing about the change God works in our heart through faith in Christ, I found my own heart strangely warmed. I felt I trusted on Christ alone for salvation. That's how John Wesley received the assurance that his sins were taken away, and so began the great 18th century revival. It's said that Wesley rode 250,000 miles on horseback and preached 40,000 sermons in the course of a life that was dedicated to spreading the good news of Christ alone. Remember how he testified, I felt I trusted on Christ alone for salvation. Notice the emphasis on Christ alone. That's exactly our topic today and it's precious truth number three, rediscovered from the time of the Reformation. To sola scriptura, And to sola fide, 
we now have to add solus Christus. Scripture alone, faith alone, and now also Christ alone. Our main point today is that I need to be found trusting in Christ alone for my eternal salvation, not in Christ and my good character, or Christ and my good works, or Christ and my religious observances, or Christ and some other religious leader. In the matter of securing our eternal future, we need to be found leaning our whole weight upon Christ and upon no one and nothing else. That reminds me of the story of John Payton. John Payton was a missionary to cannibals in the New Hebrides. When translating one of the Gospels into a local language, he had a problem finding a word in their language that meant the same as what the New Testament means when it talks about our trusting in Christ. The islanders trusted nobody, and so there wasn't even a word for trust in their language. His native assistant entered the room, and Peyton had an idea. What am I doing? Peyton asked. The man replied that he was sitting at his desk. Peyton then raised both feet off the floor and sat back on his chair. What am I doing now? he asked. In reply, the native used a verb which means to lean your whole weight upon. This is the expression that Peyton used through the gospel to translate what it means to believe in Jesus. And there are very good reasons to believe in Jesus Christ. Among all those who compete for the allegiance of the hearts of men and women, Jesus Christ is the only religious leader who ever claimed to be God, who lived a sinless life, who fulfilled prophecy written hundreds of years before he was born and then died on the cross for human sins before rising from the dead. Jesus Christ is incomparable. He's totally unique. He is God's one-of-a-kind son. The modern hymn writer Stuart Townend has said it like this, and we'll hear this hymn sung by our singer shortly afterwards. So let's concentrate now on the words. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God and helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied, for every sin on him was laid, here in the death of Christ I live. There in the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain, then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again, and as he stands in victory, sin's curse has lost its grip on me, For I am his, and he is mine, bought with the precious blood of Christ. No guilt in life, no fear in death, this is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here, in the power of Christ, I'll stand." That hymn is simply called In Christ Alone and gives us many solid biblical reasons why Christ and Christ alone is deserving of our trust for now and for eternity. It's not about how much faith you have. What matters is in what place you put that faith. Perhaps we can illustrate that point too. I have a friend whose mother does parachute jumps for charity And so I was interested to hear the story of someone who had a choice of parachutes. 
one had been packed by a smiling group of young amateur volunteers. The next parachute came with a note which read, used only once before, previous owner deceased. The final parachute was brand new, thoroughly checked, and had been packed by an expert. Now, which one would you put your trust in if you had to? I know what I'd choose. The point for us to note is that the object of our trust is critical. It's only worth putting our trust in something or someone who's trustworthy. That's why I invite you to put your trust in Christ alone. No one else is more worthy of our trust. Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15, It is a trustworthy statement, deserving full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Hope is only to be found in Christ alone. writer of our hymn says here in the power of christ i'll stand where do you stand when it comes to the challenge of jesus words come unto me and i am the way the truth and the life remember we've a free transcript booklet available for this series if you'd like one or more for group study please get in touch 
and you can add questions or comments you might have about the talk. To obtain the free booklet, ask for the title Five Sacred Solos, and you can contact us at Search for Truth, PO Box 111, Lee, spelt L-E-I-G-H, and the postcode is WN71WJ, England. But if you'd rather use email, the address is sft at churchesofgod.info. You might be interested to visit our website at www.searchfortruth.org.uk. So thank you for being with us. We've appreciated your company. And do please join us again next week if you can. Next week, Brian centres on Grace Alone. And in the meantime, it's very best wishes from Bible teacher Brian, studio technician David, our singers, and me, John Martin. Thanks for listening, and may God richly bless you. In Christ alone.